0: Hello and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dan Rhoda, and with me I have Father Eli Gieski. How are you doing today, Father Eli?
1: Good. Yep. Yeah. Good to be on the show on a special day like today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know those uh, those special Thursdays.
1: Special Thursdays. Yeah. We. We have a little storm going on outside.
0: We do. Yep. Yep. A nice uh, uh a nice winter winter thunder storm and rainstorm and then turns into snow and ice and, and freezes. Ice.
1: Yeah. So a lot of things are cancelled today, but we're still here. Mhm. The show is not the show must go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we we are dedicated. Um we'll just see how getting home is, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it is it is winter. It is almost christmas it is almost christmas we're in the third week of advent this previous sunday was Gaudete sunday sunday Gaudete, yeah uh rejoice rejoice so uh so yeah we are we're closing in on the end of advent this week this year we actually uh we get a fourth week of advent yeah it's like a full fourth week almost so uh so that's good mm-hmm. get to really get all those advent juice going yeah yeah,
1: Squeeze every last drop. Yep. <laughs> uh
0: but uh but yeah for, for we it, it seems like we're kind of getting into like Christmas mode a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like
1: Yeah, it feels like it. Like
0: things are sk- kind of starting to slow down. Mm-hmm. And uh uh like next week we have RCIA, but that's but then no faith formation. Um So uh so yeah, we're 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 barely barely there. Yeah. We have a couple uh, things going
1: on, though, mainly just extra confession times. Yeah. So, yeah, Sunday or Saturday at uh, St. Lawrence, we have 10 o'clock here at St. Lawrence, 10 a.m., Father Walsh and I. And then Sunday, 3 o'clock at Holy Family, um, yeah, we have that time, Father Rich and I. And then next Wednesday, we have Adoration and Confessions available down at... Holy family. So that'll be kind of like a mini exalt for those who have been to that where you have music, adoration, confessions.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and that's 6.30 to 7.30? 6.30 to 7.30, yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are other additional confession times that can be found on the website, mm-hmm. on the bulletin, as well as the mass times for Christmas and so forth. It's a little tricky this year to navigate, like, when do I need to go to a mass? Uh, what counts? Because like, you have Christmas Eve, is on Friday, then Christmas Day is Saturday, and then Holy Family, the Feast of the Holy Family, is Sunday, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and even just, like, what Masses are available, because, like, this year, we're not having the normal, like, Saturday, 4 p.m. Right. Um, so people have to kind of... They might have to go on Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no so. 4 p.m. Vigil Mass for the Holy Family, because that would actually be a Christmas Day Mass, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the... I, I hope nobody misses the ball and just shows up and says w- where's my mass yeah it's like well we tried to tell you <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we did our best um uh but yeah yeah it's it's kind of yeah it's always kind of funny how those things yeah, a lot, a lot come falls. together yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but anything else going on let's see what else yeah what else we have going on we have yeah adoration um we're gonna have the office is gonna be closed for a couple of days after post Christmas. Oh, right, right, right. The Monday, Tuesday after Christmas, mm-hmm. closed. So if you're trying to come in, uh, you won't be able to. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess the the last thing, which kind of brings us into today's topic, uh, is we're gonna have a couple of healing oh, prayer services.
1: Right, right after masses this weekend. After masses this weekend. Yeah. So there'll be about a thirty minute little service offered. We'll have adoration. Prayers for healing, anointing of the sick, available um, right after Mass. So it'll actually be kind of a seamless flow. Like we'll actually invite people to leave in silence or quietly if they're going to leave right after Mass because we'll be the people praying. So yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and and yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Is just healing. Uh, we're gonna, we're going to talk about you know physical healing, spiritual spiritual healing you know, emotional healing, yeah. all the different yeah. sort of healings that yeah. we need as just as humans and how we can uh get them uh from Jesus mm-hmm. and uh, or through Jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh uh and how sometimes we don't. Right. 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 And so we're gonna talk about all that different kind of stuff and uh and kinda of dive into it a little bit deeper. Uh but before we do that, Father would you open us in a prayer?
1: Sure. Name the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we come to you. We ask your blessing today on our parishioners and all those who are going to be listening to this. Pray for a blessing on this conversation. Um, We lift up in prayer anyone who is traveling today, keep them safe on the roads. And especially as we prepare for the special celebration of Christmas, that our hearts would be prepared. And we ask your blessing on all of our parish families, all of our People that are um, in any particular need today, we we lift them up in prayer and we say Hail Mary, full okay. of grace. The Lord, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among, among women. women and and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary Mother, Mother of God, God, pray for us sinners, sinners now and at, at the hour of right our death. Now. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. And great. Thanks, Father. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, jumping into uh, our talk about healing. Yeah. So, uh, maybe just to start off, like, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, I guess we probably know, like, why we need healing, you know? If someone has, like, a broken bone, it's like, oh, I want it to not be broke anymore, (laughs) (laughs) right? Um, But, but like, I don't know, physical healing is probably the easy one because it's like oh yeah we've all been like either sick before or like broke something before or to some degree we've had a physical ailment before where we even needed to get better right um, whereas the other sides like the spiritual healing side and even the emotional healing side uh, those are a little bit grayer because yeah. they're not like oh my arm doesn't work yeah. you know right. it's uh, they're they're more hidden because they're not on the
1: outside right? yeah no yeah, that's a great point I think I think we can actually use the the physical healing to talk about the spiritual healing. there's a lot of parallels and it might be a good way to kind of try to understand the spiritual psychological and other kind of healings in our lives because we like you say we're familiar with the physical right but um, actually our physical health can be greatly affected by these other areas if we're not if we're physically fit Eating well, getting enough sleep, all these things, that's that's a good baseline. But uh, if we're not spiritually in a good place or we're dealing with psychological ills or whatever, um, we're not going to be functioning very well. So um, so it, it all comes together. We're, we're uh, body-soul composite. And so as human beings, we have a lot of aspects of us. And so... Um, yeah it's good to talk about all of them,
0: yeah, so um, so starting off, let's uh let's maybe just talk about the f- physical healing side and uh and maybe we can just yeah dive that, and then we can talk about the other uh kinds, but physical healing, and we're talking kind of specifically through um like asking Jesus to heal us, right? Mm-hmm. So not as much about uh like I I think maybe this one can get we can get cut on this a little bit cuz it's like oh well, we go to like the doctor to get healed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um and so maybe can we do, do you just want to talk about that and talk about like like the the gift of medicine and how like and how we can still like ask jesus to heal us even though yeah like that doesn't just mean we like pray and it goes away
1: right yeah 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 no i think that's a good uh to recognize jesus chooses to heal us not just spiritually like oh i'm gonna wave the magic wand sort of thing uh, but often how he chooses to heal us is through medicine through doctors through um you know the the natural things that we can do um there's still a lot of things about the human body that people don't fully understand. Like why does this work, or why does this happen, or why does this get us to be better? But um, so God gave us the ability to use our minds and our our bodies to uh, to do science and do learning about all these things, and and so we can use all of that um, to seek healing, and and then prayer is also part of that. But um, you know, we're going to maybe talk more about this, but the sacrament of anointing of the sick, uh, we pray for spiritual healing, but we're also praying for physical healing when we do that, um, depending on the, the circumstances. You know, if it's kind of like somebody's on life support or they're, um, or they're on, um, you know, their, their last legs, we're praying for healing, yes, but we're also kind of a- asking God to prepare them for eternal life, knowing that that's probably coming, um, unless there's some great intervention by God. But sometimes God's will is to let that person die, right? To let them, they've lived their life, it's time for them to go. Um, but then you can look at somebody like who's dealing with cancer, maybe a young person who's dealing with cancer, or uh, even a, a middle-aged person who's dealing with cancer, and you can say, well, it seems like they could have a lot lot of life left if, if this was healed, and maybe God wants to heal them. So we pray for healing. We also pray for strength, you know, courage to deal with the, the difficult situation of facing our mortality, you know. So, all of those things kind of come together, and the physical healing um, is important, and it's important to do what we can, medically speaking. And to, to lean on medicine is not to say, oh, like, I don't have faith. You know, it's it's not um, against our faith to say, well, we can we can seek medical aid, right? It's actually, there's lots of orders in the church that their whole work was to to be nurses and to be doctors and and to be um, about taking care of the body and, and take care of the body to also take care of the soul, like kind of get the whole package rather than just focus on one or the other. That's sometimes where modern medicine fails us is that it can be so specific. It, it sometimes discredits or does not recognize the spiritual side or the psychological side. I think there's a lot of... I would say more and more awareness of the psychological aspect of the human person, but the spiritual side is often neglected or discredited. And, um, you know, the I think one thing we've learned from this pandemic is people are alone and it's not enough just to take care of their bodies, right? We need to take care of their souls and part of that is visiting them and praying with them and providing spiritual care. And that's definitely apparent from this whole experience. And um, so, yeah, it's... it's all those pieces come together to take care of the person and if we just single out one of them um like if we just oh i'm going to pray for healing but i'm not going to go to the doctor like okay like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know uh sometimes god chooses to work through a doctor or through medicine or through a nurse or whatever so we shouldn't discount that part of it um
0: yeah and i think it's like important to to recognize that just because it's like human made doesn't mean that it's like not designed by god right right so we can even yeah look just going with like the thought of like oh i like i i I broke my arm and like oh i'm not gonna like get a cast because that's like human made or something it's like no that idea was like designed by god right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's not like yeah it doesn't make sense to not do that and just be
1: like God will heal me. He's like, he's trying to through. Yeah, the, through the natural means yeah, available. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of like um, in the church, we have the sacraments, um, and those are sort of the ordinary means by which God works in our lives. So the Eucharist, confession, uh, anointing of the sick, um, all, of, all of these sacraments are a way which God nourishes and cares for us and provides for us. Um, they're the ordinary means of grace. Uh, can God work outside of those? yes and he does but that uh, by refusing them by, by refusing the ordinary means we're kind of depriving ourselves of like the obvious answer to our, our need you know and it'd be the same thing if we did that with medical care like oh I'm, I'm not going to seek medical care because I'm just going to pray for healing it's like okay but why? <laughs> you know you're mm-hmm. missing you're missing the point or you're you're missing that maybe God wants to use this to heal you. So um, so you can over-spiritualize or you can under-spiritualize. Um, we can uh, over-focus on the, the physical or we can uh, lack that uh, awareness of the physical. So again, it's that balance of keeping it all together, recognize we are body and soul. And I think if anybody doubts that, just look... Look around, you know, see what makes for a healthy person and um it's both. It's definitely both.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 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 both and.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Catholic both and yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yes, it can be both, right? Yes. Um very often is both and in Catholicism. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, and yeah, I don't think we have to hit the kind of physical healing part too much because I think it for the most part will probably make sense for people right um but when we start to go into more of like the spiritual psychological like emotional healing Mm -hmm. um this is the the part that it it, it maybe can be a little bit harder to like totally get yeah and I know earlier this year we did talk about like mental health a little bit and um talking about like over spiritualizing that or under spiritualizing that mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. So we don't. I don't think we really have to like hit that one again. But, um, but like one of the big things that I want to talk about is the spiritual healing, yeah. which um, which the healing services this weekend. Like, yes, they're definitely for like physical ailments and healing and stuff. But there's also a huge aspect when it comes to spiritual healing yeah. that we really. I mean maybe we do talk about a lot in the church but maybe more in like the like more like hardcore like I don't even know but if if hardcore is the right word but like maybe more in the like uh like people who are very ingrained in, like this is like their careers that they like look into this stuff and study this stuff and talk about it okay. but just in like maybe the everyday like layman person probably doesn't talk about spiritual healing that often
1: yeah yeah i think you're right yeah i I, you know that's it's such a huge area um last weekend i focused on confession and homily and that's that's like one of the major tools i would say the church offers us for spiritual healing but when we're talking about spiritual healing we're, we're talking about a you know a range of things dealing with our own sins dealing with things that have been done to us uh Dealing with uh, maybe even you know aspects of uh, our faith that uh, need to be healed, or something like my understanding of the faith, uh, my understanding of our of the teachings of the church, and how uh, maybe I've been hurt by some of the teachings, or I disagree with some of them, and I don't understand them, or um, so there's a lot of ways in which spiritual healing can come, um, and it can also be something kind of overlaps with the psychological stuff where you know, I have a father wound or a mother wound or a, an abandonment wound or a a wound of loneliness or, or, you know, lots of different ways. But the the main idea is that Christ wants to encounter us and heal us. Um, he wants to help us and he, he makes himself available to us through the sacraments, yes, but also just through prayer and through ongoing invitation from us to Lord do your work in me, do your work in my soul, do your work, uh, allow me to experience your healing graces. Um, It's, uh, it it is for most of us, a thing that we have to go through. And I think generationally, sometimes there's differences in how people, how willing people are to recognize their woundedness. I think older generations, maybe look at us younger people and say, you guys are all wounded. You're, You're, you're always talking about your wounds. You're talking about how uh, difficult life is and all this. And all we did, we, we just sucked it up. We just we just got through it. We just, you know, we hard-nosed our way through it. Um, and there's something to that. But at a certain point, you're like, well, look what it got you. Look how it affected your life. You never addressed this wound. And so you passed it on to your children or your grandchildren. Uh, you, you didn't deal with that in a healthy way. You didn't invite Christ to heal you. And so um, you never got healed, you know. So, Mm -hmm. I think we can be oversensitive so we don't want to be like helpless little children in in the sense of like, oh, everything is always horrible and terrible and I can't get any help or or I always need everybody else to pamper me and do things for me. No, we're not going for that. But at the same time, we're not meant to be like, I'm this invincible person and um, I never need any help. Like to put up that wall of kind of closing ourselves off to our emotions and other people, and that tends to happen when we get hurt when we we've been hurt, the human response is often like closing that door and and not letting anybody through that door, whether it's another person or Jesus himself. And so uh, sometimes spiritual healing needs to be addressing that kind of thing where it's like there's been something that I have have closed myself off to so.
0: Yeah, and I think I think you make a really great point when you talk about like um when you don't deal with the wounds and how it can affect you and how you kinda like put that on your kids and on like the the family kind of legacy almost. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think that can be a hard like image to get. Uh because there are many times that we're just like, Well, it's my own like baggage, like how does it or one, like, how does it affect me? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how can we see how much it affects me? And then, mm-hmm. like, how can we see how that affects other people? Mm-hmm. And just kind of thinking about, like, if we go back to, like, the idea of, like, the broken arm. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a broken arm and you don't deal with it, like, you won't be living your life to your greatest, like, mm-hmm. fufi- Like you won't be able to, like, live your life to the fullest extent, right. right, right. And so if you use that idea in the spiritual realm, Like, yeah, you'll be able to get by, but you won't be living your life to the full.
1: Right. Like, you won't, there'll be, there'll be parts of your life that are closed off. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, a very simple thing to use the broken arm example, like, you're not going to be playing catch with your kid in the backyard, you know, Mm -hmm. you won't be able to do that. So, that's something you're depriving them of, you know, in that sense. So, yeah, there's these aspects of our lives that we close ourselves off to, and then we share that closeness with our children or grandchildren or other people in our life because we're we're not able to enter into those things with them
0: yeah and i think that's where a lot of you know maybe even like father wounds or mother wounds those are probably the bigger ones that uh to a certain extent we all have right even no matter how good our parents are we probably have wounds from them Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. just because of human
1: nature yeah right um and part of part of this healing too is like you say we're we're all dealing with wounds we all it's part of life we get wounded, we get hurt, but part of this is recognizing like, okay, I don't have to stay hurt you know like when a, when we have a wound, if we don't deal with it, it gets infected and then it gets all pussy and gross and nasty and um you know, if we would have just dealt with it right away or had like an awareness like, okay, I'm gonna put a band-aid on this and whatever that little cream stuff that heals up <laughs> keeps it from scabbing or whatever you know. If I just have that awareness and I deal with it, it like it's not as big of a deal. And these mm-hmm. wounds that can be these big deals in our life, if we had addressed them early and had that awareness, or maybe our parents would have had that awareness, uh, to help us deal with it, a lot of times these things don't have to be a big deal, but they become a big deal because we leave it there, it gets infected and it's it gets putrid and gross and nasty and I mean, on the in the physical realm, that's kind of the, the same idea of What's the parallel to the spirituals? We don't see the, the grossness of it, but it's there. It's definitely there. So
0: yeah, and uh, maybe before we get further here, uh, do you wanna kind of maybe, go back to the idea of like, like maybe what's the line between like if we have. A, f- a wound from our one of our parents, like like where's the line where that is like spiritual wound or where's the line that that's like a, psychological like a psychological yeah. wound that we like. Go to a therapist for. Yeah.
1: Um, and where do those like cross over? Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. And I wouldn't say that I'm an expert on this area, but I would say um, if it's something that's diagnosable, like a disorder that's diagnosable, that could be from our parents. It could be something that came about because of an experience that we've had. Um, that is definitely so. Sometimes people will pick up on things themselves, themselves or Somebody will say, Hey, I'm noticing that you do this or this pattern. And sometimes that's the challenge of like people being willing to say, Okay, maybe I need to address that. You know, maybe I need to be aware of that. Um, like depression, um, you know, uh, sometimes people have tendencies, but then when these wounds happen or their parents are experiencing their life, they push that tendency to be more extreme. So like obsessive compulsive stuff or whatever, you know. Um, so sometimes these things are diagnosable and I would say that's that's where we should seek medical help. Um, if it's just kind of more like, ah, I can't, I'm not finding, I'm not able to address this. Um, yeah, I think it's always good to pray about our, when we're when we're experiencing difficulty, even when it's those diagnosable things but especially when there's not a clear answer. Um, to go to the spiritual realm and say, okay, Lord, it just seems like there's something off in my life and I need to be healed. I need to, be, I need to experience your grace in this pl- place in my life. And so um, sometimes it's not always clear right away. Um, and it's only once we start seeing the effects of the wound that, we, that we're aware of it. And that's, I'd say that's one of the challenges of the spiritual realm. But that's where regular confession, regular mass attendance, regular prayer life really, really helps because it it allows that healing to happen in a much sooner place or that awareness become more aware. Like if we're if we're spiritually self-aware and, you know, I don't I don't picture too many like 10 year olds doing this, but we can take a step back and look at the day and say, Why am I so wounded? Why am I so hurt about this? Or why is this bothering me so much? We can look at it and invite the Lord into it instead of just kind of burying it underneath everything. So when we have that spiritual awareness and we're receiving the sacraments, um, it creates a space for that healing to happen on a regular basis. It's kind of like the regular checkup sort of Mm -hmm. thing.
0: Yeah, and, and I can even like think in my own life like some of those times where it's almost even just like it's just like a question I ask myself, like, yeah, like why, like why am I so angry about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, seems disproportionate or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, um, yeah, like why am I so angry about this whatever thing that happened? Because it's not the big deal. Like objectively, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I know that, but yeah. yet I'm very angry about it. Yeah. And so it's like, oh well, am I like, like why am I taking this personally? Mm-hmm. Why? And just kind of start like asking those questions, and you're mm. like. think there's something deeper there that again maybe isn't like a life shattering thing but um but i don't need to be angry yeah and i could live life probably more to the full if i wasn't angry about this
1: little non-issue yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and often like you say it's it's an indication of something else maybe in the same area or the realm or whatever and so when we have that awareness we can ask that question, why do I have this response in this situation that seems unreasonable? And we can, not that we get, we can get stuck in our heads and analyze everything, but um, sometimes without self-reflection, we miss those little cues and that stuff gets buried and it gets kind of piled up there and then suddenly it comes out in some uh, like sideways way that's unhealthy or whatever. So um, that's what the church encourages us to do is to have the spiritual awareness so that we don't uh, get beat up by these things in a bigger way or a way that's more unhealthy or whatever. So, you know, we can't avoid getting hurt. We can't avoid experiencing pain and suffering and uh, spiritual, physical, uh, psychological pain in our life. But it doesn't mean we have to stay wounded, you know. And that's really, I guess, the message of Christ is, we are broken. We are sinners. We are suffering, but we don't have to stay there. And and that's really um, there's like the preventative side where it's like forming ourselves, growing in holiness, growing in relationship with Christ and other people, having healthy relationships. And then there's the uh, the other side where it's like dealing with our 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 struggles, and that's where the the prayer. The Eucharist, the confession, anointing of the sick, all these things come in to help us uh, navigate that. So, you know, it, it really does all come together and in a world where in many ways people have kind of discarded the church's spiritual helps or healings and are looking in other places like, you know, people are getting into New Age stuff or horoscopes or whatever they look for healing or help in other places it's like all we we have everything we need it's available to us um maybe we just never heard of it or we we, or it wasn't given to us in a way that we could understand what it was there for but it's all available to us so
0: yeah yeah and so how like practically would you say like do we try to receive spiritual healing yeah like like how do, how does that like if we're at the point where we're like um okay I know that there's like I do have some wounds mm-hmm. like where
1: do I go from there yeah what do I do yeah. yeah yeah it's a great great question I think uh praying about it so once we get to that point where we have we become aware like ah I need to deal with this um I would say praying about it privately uh, is a great place to start, and then kind of asking for wisdom, asking the Holy Spirit to guide you in that. Um, sometimes it's very simple, and that's all we need to do is ask the Lord to come into it. Um, sometimes we might feel like we need some extra help, and so we can go and talk to our pastor, or talk to our friend, or talk to um, you know somebody that we trust, a spiritual director, or something like somebody that has closeness to God. A, a person who maybe will pray with us or for us, um, we can ask prayers of other people. Um, that's kind of what we're going to be doing this weekend: is inviting people to pray for others and for themselves, and we are offer offer that opportunity to be prayed for. Um, so that's that's an important thing. Um, and then, you know, through that process, we might we might become more aware of like, okay, I think this goes beyond just the the mere prayer, and I need to seek out counseling, or I need to seek out psychological help, or I need to seek out um, a professional in some area. And so I think that's a natural progression. Uh, Very often today, people leap to the counseling right away, which it's not bad necessarily, but I think all of these things kind of work together. And um, so when we're we're aware, I I would say, begin with the the private prayer, asking God and the Holy Spirit to guide you, because trusting that God does want to heal us, right? It's not like God is saying, ah, oh, fine, I'll, I'll do something for you. Like He wants to, and He's kind of waiting for us uh, to, to reach out and seek His help, um, and then trusting that He will guide us to where we will need to go to get that healing, whether it's spiritually praying with somebody, simply praying with somebody, or maybe there is something like a, a more professional uh, assistance that I need. So... Um, and that's, I would say, brings up a great question of counseling. There's, there's a lot of good counselors out there, but there's a lot of bad ones too. Um, and there's a great need in our world, I would say, for good Christian, good Catholic counselors. I know a handful, mm-hmm. uh, but man, there's a lot of people out there who who could use that, and it'd be really helpful. Um, so that's that's another area that's that's definitely needed is. You know so if, if, if that's ever of, of an interest to you you know pray about that seek that out because we, we can definitely use more professionals in that area that are Christ-centered in their approach so that they are not just approaching it as like a materialist meaning they don't believe in the spiritual world or they're like into new age or whatever and they suggest all kinds of weird things like we need a counselor who lives in a reality and and for us as Catholics the reality is we're body, soul, composite, there's a spiritual element, and there's a, a physical element, and if we're getting rid of one or the other or not seeing them together, we're missing something. So that's really, really helpful when you have a good counselor who understands that reality.
0: Yeah, and um, there's a, a podcast out there that's really good that is done by two Catholic therapists. So mm. I, w- I guess I would maybe say like if you're like, oh, I don't I don't need therapy, or, or if you're more in that like thing of like oh I don't totally know like where I would go even mm-hmm. or I don't even like I don't know if someone's good or someone someone's bad or whatever and you just want to like dabble a little bit dabble a little bit mm-hmm. um or if even if you if that's not where you're at but I'm just saying maybe specifically for that group of people it might be really good mm-hmm. um but there's this podcast out there that's called Restore the Glory yeah, I've heard of that, and um, I think I've talked about it before on on this podcast. Okay, but it's uh, Doctor Bob Schutz. Yeah, yeah. Who is super good, and then there's another guy. I think it's I think it's like Doctor, it's his last name is Kim. It's like K I H M. I think Sorry. I think it's like Jason or something. Okay,
1: yeah, that My, ma- my mom was talking about them too. Oh, okay. So
0: um, that that might not be right, but um, but they're super good, mm-hmm. and they they talk about a bunch of different stuff. But they're both like licensed Catholic
1: like therapists. Yeah. And I've I've actually heard Dr. Bob Schutz. He came to the seminary and did did a little seminar with a priest um, at the time. So, yeah, he's really good.
0: Yeah. And they they have a bunch of like a bunch of episodes that talk about a bunch of different stuff from like um, like relationship stuff to just like personal, like going through like like uh, wounds from like family members. Mm -hmm. Um, They go through like theology of the body stuff. They do a bunch of very good stuff. And it's all like, with, um, like a spiritual healing I think, background, mm-hmm. um, coming because they really I think merge the spiritual healing and like therapy stuff very well. I think I think, Doctor Bob Schutz has like, he does like spiritual healing conferences and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, that's really good. So I would highly recommend that. Um. Yeah, I think just like I don't listen to all of them. Like maybe I, I I'm a I'm a slow listener. Yeah. But uh um
1: <laughs> like a slow reader, I'm a slow listener. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh but uh but whenever I listen to them I'm like, man, this is really good. But but then it's like,
1: okay, I need to like process process this.
0: Yeah. So, um so yeah, I would recommend to listen to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there, like like you said there's a wealth of knowledge out there and um I by no means feel like I'm a professional in that regard, so um, I'm aware. But it's also good to to bring in somebody who this is what they do. So
0: yeah, and maybe even speaking of that too, like even going on like seeking out like a healing retreat, or or even like I feel like if it's like a sound retreat, it's to a certain extent a healing retreat because right. that just kind of happens, right? right. <laughs> uh, in my experience. Um, when we encounter the Lord, he heals us. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's a great like thought too. Cause, cause he is the divine physician, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yes, he cares about our bodies, mm-hmm. but more so he cares about like our souls our, and our eternal
1: salvation. Yeah.
0: And, um, and if one of our wounds is going to hold us back from our, like from, being
1: with him like he wants to heal us from that right? definitely yeah yeah And that's a great little insight because sometimes our physical wounds whatever lead us to christ you know people have had that experience where they they were doing great life was going well and then something happened and they turned they finally turned to the lord because they were they tried everything else and there's nothing out there so um Sometimes our woundedness is actually God's way of getting our attention. It's not like He causes it to say, "Hey, I got gotcha. you," but it's more He will use anything to get us to come to Him and to to know Him and to to grow in relationship with Him. So,
0: yeah. Um, do you wanna? We could end up, um, or close with just if you wanna talk a little bit about like kind of anointing of the sick yeah. and. Um, maybe
1: when, like, in what case it's used, and yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good, yeah. So anointing of the sick is one of the seven sacraments. Um, probably one of the ones that's most mysterious to people, um, just because people kind of think it's like last rites. It's the same thing, but it's not. So anointing of the sick, basically, what happens physically, what happens is you come, you get anointed with oil that's blessed. Uh, The oil of the sick, so it's one of the three oils that the churches use in sacraments. So there's a chrism oil, um, oil of the catechumens, and oil of the sick. Those are the three oils that are blessed at the um, chrism mass during Holy Week. And so this oil is placed on the hands and on the forehead, and that's a sign of God's power coming upon us, his healing power. But Basically what happens is What can go along with this is you can do confession, Um, you know, especially if it's the last rites. It would often be paired with confession, with something called viaticum, which is receiving Eucharist for the last time. Um, Food for the journey is what it basically means. And then there's something called the apostolic pardon, which would be part of that, which is a special blessing, kind of asking God to forgive not just the sins, but also the temporal punishment due to sin, which if you don't know what that means, that's okay. But um, it's a good thing to have done at the end of our lives. So uh, the anointing of the sick specifically is all about healing. So you're asking God to heal. Sometimes it's preventative in the sense of like, if somebody's going for a surgery, they can get anointed. Um, You wouldn't typically anoint somebody for like a cold or a flu or something like that. It'd be more like a chronic thing, um, a surgery that's going to happen or has happened. Maybe there's um, something like cancer or something like that. So it's usually more of a serious condition. It doesn't have to necessarily be life threatening, but it it's something that's kind of like ongoing and acute uh, or, or acute rather. Um, something like that, not just like, oh, I got the chicken pox and I'm gonna be done with it in a week, but can I get anointed? Like it's more kind of more serious things if that makes sense. Um the church is a little vague. You know, it also says if somebody's just really old, they can get anointed. So you know, if they become infirm. So there's some vagueness there. And uh sometimes people want to get anointed for everything, like, Oh, I gotta you know, it's kinda it, it feels like sometimes like a little kid coming to mom, like, Can you put a band aid on my knee? I skin my knee, even though I don't need a band aid. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it can be overused, but um it can also be underused. Like sometimes people are like, "Oh, I don't, want, I don't want to get anointed because that means I'm dying." Like, no, we're not saying you're dying if you're getting anointed. It just means we're asking God to heal you spiritually and physically. So, mm-hmm. um, is that a good synopsis?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I think that's good. Is there like, because uh, like anointing of the sick usually, or probably in most cases, like pertains to like physical healing, right? Yeah. It's yeah. probably it's probably like hard to like.
1: Yeah, you went have... to it typically just for spiritual healing purposes because yeah. that'd be more like prayer and stuff. So usually there has to be some kind of physical symptom that we're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a I, good, I I guess that's a good point.
0: I guess maybe more of like confession would be the sacrament for mm-hmm. like spiritual healing. Right. right. So. Yeah. So okay, great. Well, yeah, thank you, Father Eli, and uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we hope you are uh, one. Having a good day, but two staying warm out there and staying safe on the roads. And um yeah, we will catch you again next time. Yeah.